Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have a good fortune to be joined by Jeff and David Testerman, the managing partners and founders of Broker Hunter the leading destination for financial services, jobs, and talents with an emphasis on the wealth management and investment community. Over 40 years of combined experience in helping place financial services candidates. David, Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Seth. Glad to be here. Very good. Thanks so much, Seth. All right. So let's go back in time. In 1999, you know, right before the tech bubble burst, what inspired you guys to start Broker Hunter? (laughs) Oh boy, we're going way back in the time machine here now. Yes, uh, we are the Wayback Machine. Yes, the Wayback Machine. I remember that actually. There was a there was a, a site you could go and see how websites looked way back when. And, yeah, uh, that that still exists. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, we um, gosh, okay. So we'll we'll go back. I'll give a little bit of a spin on it, and then David can fill in some blanks. But um, so late '99, I, I was actually I graduated from the University of Georgia in '97. Had gone out and and. Um, kind of beat the streets with some different sales jobs, uh, kind of cutting my teeth and, and the, the business world. And, and uh, Dave, at the time, my, my brother David was a financial advisor uh, with, I believe, J.C. Bradford, which was then uh, acquired by uh, UBS, Payne Weber at the time. And um, he got out of that business and got into a recruiting business here in the Atlanta market that did accounting and finance professionals. And, um, you know, it, it's just the timing on this was just one of those things that we – we wanted to be able to create something to uh, to allow and kind of help recruit advisors. There wasn't a tool out there. The dot com thing was just starting, and uh, there was a tremendous need for it. And um, so we actually started out as an employment website. It was more of a job board at the time, and um, we created at the time a really uh, a really sophisticated matching system. Um, we built it kind of from scratch, actually. It was a database-driven uh, website we had where candidates could come in. Uh, we captured a lot of data points on, on FINRA licenses and gross production and assets, and we were able to take that that information and really kind of match them over to uh, broker-dealers and, and employers that were looking for that kind of same, same uh, type of candidate. It's almost like, a, almost like how a dating service is, where we were matching on qualifications, and so at the time that was, you know, nobody was doing that. And, and um, you know, we actually launched the job board in May of 2000. And uh, I remember we were, <laughs> we had a, we had a budget that we were burning through. We got the site launched and David and I hopped on a plane and, and went to New York city and uh, literally kind of beat the streets um, 
with, with some firms and some prospects we had. And we came back with a couple of pretty good contracts um, from some different companies at the time. And, and that really helped uh, take off uh, the, the company at that time. And um, David, I'll that? let you kind of, you can give a little bit of background. <laughs> on that. We're just, I'm, I'm, giving, I'm really trying to go way back in my, you know, my memory probably is gets a little cloudy at times. So why don't you fill in a little bit and maybe take it from, from 2000, you know, in one to kind of on up. Well, we wanted, we, there was a, uh, uh, I don't remember exactly how, but we were all young enough and at a point in our lives where we could actually, uh, you know, not have to overthink something too much. <laughs> so it was like, True. hey, everybody's really getting rich on these dot-com deals. What can we do? And, you know, again, the recruiting and, hey, nobody's doing this. And we'd had some, you know, there was a need for it. And it was like, you know, why not us? So we just did it. And, you know, uh it's it's been a career i mean you know it, um you know there's certainly ones that you know were more successful by multitudes of <laughs> you know uh billions but uh this was uh you know something that uh we we filled a niche and is one that we knew and we've been able to to kind of uh evolve and adapt with with the, the industry the whole time we've we've been there um so uh yeah, I mean that's kind of takes us to time, sort of, I guess. Uh, yeah, we you know, if you if you remember, we've um, yeah, I mean it, it has, and so it's it's Seth, it's morphed, you know, into a, a number of different things over the years, and, and so what started out as a you know a pure play kind of a job board employment site, um, and of course we went we were around, we went through nine eleven, post nine eleven, and the industry changed tremendously after that. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of companies left the the New York city area They had a high concentration of investment firms, obviously in that market. And so it started to transform the industry, you know, back then. Um, and of course that took us into, uh, you know, the, the great recession, the, 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 the bubble that burst back out, oh, not oh, eight, oh, nine into 2010. And, um, we've always just tried to kind of go where our clients take us. And so we had, you know, we, we've evolved since that time frame. We, we've now gotten into, um, a little bit more of a, of a hybrid model where um, we, we still obviously have the, the employment, the job board, and uh, we still do a lot of recruitment, marketing, and advertising through that channel. Um, we've also built out more of a traditional recruitment channel as well. So we're working with advisors, with RAAs, with, with uh, uh, candidates directly and, and helping facilitate uh, introductions and sourcing for, for our clients and, and uh, getting more involved in that. And so, uh, and that's just where, that's just where the market's taken us. You know, that's where, uh, that's where our clients needs are. And so we're, we're able to, you know, be pretty nimble being a smaller company like we are. And, and um, we, we really try to be client focused and, and kind of do, do, do what's right for them. So uh, that kind of brings us up, yeah. you know, probably where we're at. And, um, you know, of course, now we're in another challenging time. We've lived through these. We've been through a few of them. And I have to say this uh, 2020 is definitely a, uh, a pretty bizarre one. And um, yeah. it's going to be we're, – we're yet to see what's going to happen. I don't know. As we get into 2021, we'll have to kind of see where things are. But typically in the recruiting industry, you know, as a whole, the, anytime you have market turmoil and, and any sort of things like – of course, this is a – yeah, the extraordinary one, but um, usually it's good for recruiting. And we're seeing that there, there are a number of clients we have that are, that are still really doubling down and, and they're hiring and they're, you know, let people are working from home, of course. And uh, it, it's a different dynamic, but it's certainly, uh, 
it's certainly something that I think we're going to see more of. So we'll, we'll have to see as we get into probably into next year, how this thing really starts to play out once it settles in somewhat. Everybody's reevaluating everything right now is what we're kind of seeing. So nothing's uh, old, old things that used to be sacred or not anymore. <laughs> so I think the whole, uh, you know, what these firms are going to do with their real estate, you know, how are they going to allow people to work from home? I think everybody's going to be evaluating uh, this and I think this uh, just is ex- accelerating a trend that was already occurring, but it just took something that might have taken ten years and condensed it down into four months. And so um, that's that's kind of what we're you know getting a sense a little bit that it's going to look a lot different when we come out of the back side of of, of this time. Um, but we're we're opti- we're optimistic. I, I think one thing that we've we've seen is you know things get really disrupted and everybody gets off kilter, but then it seems like people are able to adapt for the most part, you know, and, and, and are figuring out ways to do business right now. And, and, and a lot of people are successfully doing business. I mean, obviously there's, you know, parts of the economy that are doing great. So, you know, uh, while it's, you know, certainly causing or in the middle of it causing a lot of damage, I think, you know, trying to be the eternal optimist, I think there will be some, some neat, opportunities uh, on the backside of this as well. Absolutely. Now, in addition to the web job board that you started mm-hmm. with, you've also built several LinkedIn groups to hundreds of yeah. thousands of members. Talk a little bit about the growth strategy there. It was, it was like blind luck. I mean, I wish we said we had a real <laughs> growth strategy. I think at the time it was like, hey, LinkedIn's pretty cool. We had some... Uh, uh, employees that were that were, were doing some stuff and building some groups and we were like hey let's start some groups um, and next thing we knew we had a group over a hundred thousand people is back when you could do that easier so I would like I, you know I, I, I wish we could say you know we had the foresight that this was going to be <laughs> yeah it, it was really period. really it was built purely organically I mean we yeah. didn't do any sort of major marketing or advertising initiative to do that you know we built that uh, by, by promoting content, you know, we would, uh, you know, have articles or we would have surveys we did. So we had a lot of content that we pushed out to LinkedIn and that's how we, we were able to kind of start building a community. And yeah, we, so we started the FSCC, which is the financial services career group. It's like the largest career group on LinkedIn for the financial sector. And within that, we've got Oh, eight or nine subgroups uh, within right. that. And so uh, we've got you know, everything from, from the, the mortgage side of the business to wealth management, retirement planning, advisory, insurance, uh, accounting and finance. We kind of kept some different uh, you know, buckets, if you will, that we can have specific content that, that goes into those. And so, yeah, we did. Like David said, it was, uh, this was probably in 2008 and nine. I would say, is when we really uh, focused on, on growing that. And, um, you know, they, they, the groups have changed a lot, a lot of the uh, kind of the rules on how they operate. We've right. seen it kind of go through some changes. Uh, it's still very valuable. And, and uh, we're able to utilize those groups to um, not only you know, promote in, internal events that we have or, or whatever we have internally that we want to go to the market with, whether it be surveys or um, but also with our clients, you know, we're able to really uh, engage with, with advisors and candidates within those groups um, that we ultimately are able to you know, introduce to our clients and, and kind of take them through that process. So 
uh yeah yeah it's um but yeah like like we like we said it was pure purely organic it was kind of a a grassroots campaign that we did back then and, and it's uh it's still growing to this day it's just the, the growth rates obviously not not like it was back then but we're we're adding thousands a year to it and yeah. uh yeah it's, it's a good thing well congratulations on that i know yeah. not only do you use it to pull recruiting from because you right. basically own you have your own media platform with that do you also use that? You talk about promoting. Do you use that for, let's say, the you know advertising revenue or any other ways to monetize it? We we have in the past. Um, we use it right now. Predominantly, what we try to do is, you know, we 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 want it to be a community, and we want it to provide value to our community members. So, you know, we try to uh, use it to promote you know, webinar events we do for clients and things like that, that our, our audience uh, or our, our groups might find valuable um, because of the nature of the group. It's a financial services career center. Uh, it's pretty straightforward, the name. Um, it's, uh, you know, these are folks that are not only, you know, typically in the financial, you know, business already or looking to get in, but they're also career focused. So we try to, uh, you know, serve up, you know, content that we feel like that would be valuable to them that they would be interested in, uh, you know, participating in. So yeah. That, yeah. We, we try, we try we not to sell, right. We, I mean, that, that's kind of our philosophy with it. We don't, we try to go delicately on the groups because it, it, we have built a good community within that. And, and uh, so we try not to sell to the group, you know, we're not trying, we don't allow like just shameless promotion and, and different things to it. We, we want it to be a place where, uh, where candidates can come and they can, you know, network within the group. They can, gather information they can research companies they can you know attend events or things that we've got out there and, and so we, we try to keep it more community-based and, and less you know direct promotion and, and i think that's that's been you know that's a proven technique that's worked over the last you know really the last decade for us and you've sourced so many candidates for so many different financial services firms what do you see across the board like industry-wide what are some of the biggest success factors in terms of having somebody build a sustainable long-term, you know, decent production career book of business? Um, well, the business has certainly changed dramatically. Um, you know, our, there's a lot of different business models out there right now. Um, one big, there's two big trends that we've seen. I mean, we do a lot of recruiting for um, independent broker-dealer channel. So there's a lot of movement that's of, of advisors that have reached some level of success and then moving uh, to the independent or RIA channel. So once they built up a, a practice, they go there, they get the high payouts and all of that. To get started in the business is, is really tough. There's some, there's some firms that have a tremendous amount of assets, ones like a Fidelity Investments. Sure. There's some others that already have so many clients in households that they work with that when they bring advisors on, they're essentially giving them a book of business to, to serve those households. So that's a different model. It's, it's not sales oriented. It's more service and, and planning and, and, and doing the financial advisory work. Um, to go into the business, you know, from scratch uh, is a new person that doesn't have a book of business. Um, you know, that's been a challenge of this industry for a long time. It's become so difficult to gather assets. Um, 
and to build a book of business without some kind of a, a niche or, a, or, or some kind of an advantage. So uh, we'll see people come in that are new that'll, you know, partner up with an old, older advisor, a more experienced advisor, kind of on a succession thing as a junior partner. Those scenarios um, are, are around, very difficult for somebody to find. Um, there's bank broker dealer um, you know, some, all the, all the big banks have those, those can be good programs for somebody wanting to get in the business. Um, again, anything that you can do uh, as a new advisor coming into the business to, to get those accounts, to get those households, because, you know, it's it just, it's, it's, it's become a very difficult business to, to do it in the old fashioned way, which you would cold call and do these things. And, you know, I just don't, you know, know that you can do it fast enough <laughs> anymore. So, or, or that you can even do it anymore at all with the do not call list and everything. So it, it the client acquisition has, has become kind of the name of the game. There's also a lot of, uh, of industry disruption, Robin hood, acorns M1. There's the robo advisors. I mean, there is a lot of, of different uh, options out there for investors when they're looking to invest their money. Um, that takes away in a lot of respects from a traditional, uh, you know, advisor. So um, there's a lot of headwinds for, for the advisory business. Uh, you know, one of them is, is, is kind of the race to zero on commissions. We'll see a lot of firms, you know, zero commissions, zero fees on mutual funds, zero this, you know, we're, we're in that world. So the value proposition of somebody that, that wants to charge for their services is, is 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 daunting i mean it's a, it's definitely a headwind and i mean i don't know that um and I, everybody's conscious of it but but the trends have not reversed it's it's like a slow you know sometimes they take a long time to develop but you can see you know fee compression commission compression it's it's all been going down <laughs> for 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 the last twenty years, uh, you know, albeit slowly, but maybe not so slowly, you know, going forward. So it'll be interesting. But you know, again, I always like to say, whenever one door closed, that may be struggling, it's going to create a multitude of opportunities for 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 somebody. You know, to, absolutely. To you guys have been in the business a long time, and if you, as you mentioned, been through ninety nine, oh one, oh seven current 2020 what do you like best about what you do that, that's so yeah i mean wow you know um gosh if you, you know that, that changes so often i think you know honestly probably at, at the core of it though is that um you know we are we're we're helping people in their careers i mean i think that's kind of what it boils down to the recruiting industry the talent acquisition headhunting what what you're doing is you're helping you you hope you hope that you're you're bettering somebody's career. You're helping them kind of wade through, see the forest through the trees, and, and try to you know land in a new place and, and and better themselves, better their families, better their careers. So I, I think you know that from a human aspect of it, I I, that, I like that component of it is that you you, know, you wake up you 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 do your job, you do what you're doing, and, and um, you can feel you know feel pretty good about about that. Um, so. You know, I, th I think at the core of it's that. I mean, I, I love, you know, what I've always liked about this business. I, I really, I've got a marketing brain, you know, that uh, I kind of get to scratch the itch with that a little bit. And so we do a lot of, you know, the recruitment advertising, recruitment marketing. We've done yeah. over the years a lot of um, 
you know, pretty neat things from, from virtual events, virtual career fairs and, and the webinars that we do. And, and so uh, it's not just a pure kind of a head hunting and, and, and you know, hunting and gathering type thing, but we, we, we get to, uh, you know, see the other side of, of the business and work with our, our, our clients. Uh, and, and, you know, we work with clients from local branches. We'll help them build out a recruiting strategy at a local branch level, you know, all the way up to a, to a, a fortune 500, a, a huge national you know, presence and um, we'll help them. Uh, we've got a project we're working on now with a national client, a huge client, and they're wanting to bring on like 2,000 new advisors over the next couple of years. And we're, uh, we're really helping spearhead that program. And uh, that's exciting. You know, that, that gets me pretty fired up to, uh, to, to, for that challenge. And um, so, so I, I probably enjoy that you know, as much as anything. Dave, I'll pass it on. What do you think? a little bit here on our, our video, but uh, I, I really, I've always enjoyed, I actually like the recruiting, like you're putting deals together for people between your clients and that. And when you can do that successfully for somebody where it's a win-win for the client, it's a win-win for the advisor, you know, that, that gets me fired up. I like doing that. Uh, you know, there's, there's kind of a, there's a sales aspect of it. You're kind of out as the name suggests broker hunting, but you're out, you know, trying to find people and you've got that aspect of it as, as well. So, you know, that, that ultimately what's allowed us to do this for as long. Cause I think if you didn't enjoy it, uh, you know, it would, it would, you know, like anything, if you don't like it, 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 it can become fairly monotonous, but, but I mean, we, uh, you know, get fired up about it and have been doing it for a long time and, and, you know, plan on doing it a lot longer. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's what kind of gets our, uh, you know, gets us up in the morning and, and excited. So. Awesome. For our listeners and viewers who want to learn more about what you're doing, where is the best place for us to send them? All right. It's easy. www.brokerhunter.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Any, any, and any, if anyone has any specific questions, they, they can email me. It's fine. My email's yep. super easy. It's Jeff, J-E-F-F, at brokerhunter.com, all one word. Um, if, if any, you know, anyone's got any questions about recruiting trends or kind of where things, uh, or things are headed this year into next, we'll try to defog the crystal ball a little bit and see what we can find out. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely, um, you know, field any questions or any, anything, uh, that way. Awesome. Thank you so much. We know your time's incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate you spending some of it with us. It's been Seth Green with Jeff and David Testerman of brokerhunter.com. Jeff and David, thanks again. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you guys. Seth. Take care now. Seth. Thanks everybody for watching or listening and we'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level, but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text pitch to him right now at 727 727- 888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.